Hello, and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting on episode 23 of Spy Family. If you'd like to watch along, then start watching now. Alright, so last we left off, uh, tennis had become perhaps the most exciting sport ever. You know, the combatants have to use their wits to avoid pitfalls in the tennis court. You know, various teams in tennis are using rocket-powered rackets, or they're just roiding up, you know. And I had talked last time a little bit about how you know, this is kind of a little silly, even for presumably maniacal tennis enthusiasts who also collect art and are plotting war, but, you know, I do enjoy it, if for no other reason than, it's really just kind of exciting. So it seems that there really is nothing that's out of bounds here, you know, there. They're messing with the court itself. They're adjusting the height of the net. I mean, it's not like it really matters in the long run. Lloyd and Fiona are able to sort of overcome really any obstacle that's put in front of them. It's rather incredible how, for want of a better term, they are fit for their jobs, you know. So, it's interesting that Fiona is having so much fun here that she's almost willing to sort of artificially extend the mission by losing. So, you know, we really just have to drive the point home that nobody knows what anybody else is thinking by Twilight immediately jumping to the wrong conclusion that, you know, she's thinking about how to end this as swiftly and as efficiently as possible when that's Really the exact opposite of what's going on. You know, that's kind of a theme, really. Everybody basically jumps to the wrong conclusion with absolute certainty. 
Now, it seems to me that having, like, a sniper, like, considering all the other stuff they do and how comparatively high-tech it is, it seems like this is a little bit on the nose. I mean, nevertheless, it seemed to have worked. Now, it is interesting that everybody is sort of disconcerted by what had happened, specifically the other team, you know, they're like, did he see the sniper? And, of course, he did. So it's really interesting the lengths they'll go to, getting rubber bullets and painting them the same color as the court so as to remain inconspicuous. And then, you know, Lloyd just casually drops, I'm wearing a bulletproof vest, and I've been wearing it this entire time we've been playing tennis. You know, I don't know much about bulletproof vests. I know they sort of... They sort of use, like, stopping distance as a factor to protect against bullets, but, like... I feel like they're not designed to play tennis in. So, you know, this is sort of like... I almost hate to keep doing this, to keep going back to Dragon Ball, but this is when, like, Goku takes off, like, his undershirt and his um, his wristbands, and, like, he drops them and they, like, crack the ground, and he's saying, like, oh, yeah, I've been wearing those things, they weigh, like, 50 kilograms each. You know, this is like that, like, the casual revelation that I've been playing with a huge disadvantage this entire time. You know, he plays it off to the judge, like, oh, I'm just kind of hungover, and... Having suffered a couple hangovers, you know, you really don't want to do much of anything when you're hungover. So this is interesting, you know, they really need to pull out all the steps to knock Lloyd and Fiona off their game. Messing with the court, the net, creating crosswinds, trying to snipe them... It's amazing that none of it is having much of an effect, you know. If they're so incredibly good at tennis, it's almost as if they've missed their calling. You know, it really is incredible. It's Lloyd and Fiona against, like, half a dozen people in addition to their two opponents in tennis, and they're still at the very least, you know, tying things up, if not winning. Now that's gotta be a pretty incredible feat of physics to be able to not only return the ball like that, but also to deflect a little rubber bullet. It's like, I don't know, based on the way he hit it, I feel like, um, I don't know, I'd have to work out the problem with, like, conservation of momentum, but I feel like it wouldn't have nearly the power it did having been shot out of a gun. So, rookie mistake on this guy's part, you know, he's going and saying, like, you saw through all our tricks... Like, dude, don't admit to cheating. I mean, I guess it shows that he has some small degree of honor that having been trounced 
He's, you know, moved by it. So that's interesting, you know, those two players were the uh, the target's son, as it were. You know, it's interesting that they just turn over a new leaf so quickly, like, yeah, you know, we want to be good, honest tennis players from now on. I mean, I feel like as good as they are, they could certainly dominate in tennis. So, as always, there's bound to be a complication. You know, they won, they want that painting, the lady in the sun, but then Mr. Campbell says, you know, oh, sorry, I'm not willing to give that away. You know, you can take any other painting. So that really complicates the mission. You know, they need that painting. That's the one with the intelligence in it. So, you know, I guess they're just going to have to do it the old-fashioned way and steal it. Not that, you know, that's beyond them or anything, but the whole point of going in disguise is so you wouldn't have to rob him. So it seems like they're sort of, um, I guess, bargaining the guy to, like, see the art collection as a whole rather than take a painting. The idea being that, you know... This will give them a nice opportunity to potentially steal the painting. So, naturally, Fiona's given the excuse that, you know, Lloyd is laying down, his hangover's gotten the best of him. That's a lie. He's very clearly planning something to try and steal the painting. You know, we just have to wait for their plan to come to fruition to really see what's going on here. So this guy's handling the painting. Naturally, that's going to be Lloyd in disguise, I'd imagine, given that he is definitely known as a master of disguise. It would seem as though that Campbell here had made a deal to give the painting to someone else. So it's very interesting. Perhaps he was giving it to uh, somebody in the other country to try and stir up the war again. Or maybe, you know, he was just doing it for money. Who really knows? But it would seem as though Lloyd and Fiona got the better of him one way or another. Yep, there we go. It was Lloyd in disguise all along. How very clever of him to steal a painting like that. I guess they did have to keep up appearances by actually taking some of the art, even if it doesn't really appeal to them. Hmm. 
Yeah, you know, it is interesting how they happen to have, like, a false painting that they were used to sort of swap it out with. I hate to say it, but I'm almost reminded of um, that old Nicolas Cage movie, National Treasure, where they steal the Declaration of Independence. I think I'd likened this to that before, but, I mean, the similarities are there. Stealing a priceless document for supposed information on it. Okay, so, you know, as always, they're sort of butting heads over things, but they don't really know the true nature of what's going on here. You know, Fiona just wants to spend time with him and fantasize. Lloyd is actually playing to the mission here, you know. I am Lloyd Forger, husband and father, you know. If people get the wrong idea about our working relationship, that'll complicate my other job, which will be... Bad for the country, so, you know, play along here. So here we have it. This is probably one of my favorite sequences thus far. Fiona decides that she really wants to prove to Lloyd that she is better than your in every way. You know, tennis being no small part of that. So, seeing as how Yor and Anya were playing tennis today, and she was playing tennis earlier, wouldn't it be funny if they had a little exhibition match, and uh, Fiona were to embarrass Yor in front of Lloyd? You know, wouldn't that really help what she imagines as her relationship with Lloyd? In reality, that's not going to be the case, you know. Like, at best, she'll just kind of look like a jerk, but... You know, she doesn't really see it that way. So here we go. She's saying, oh, you must be quite a tennis player. And, you know, she's very clearly trying to pick on somebody who she thinks is less skilled. So, Fiona thinks that this is going to be like a big, important disruption in the Forger household, and Anya's privy to this, but what neither of them seem to realize is that marriage is not predicated on tennis. Now, Fiona's too out of it to really understand, you know, she's sort of like coping here, and Anya's too young to really understand that this isn't something that could sway Lloyd. I guess, as always, you know, Becky is sort of to blame here talking about the soap opera she watches. I mean, I guess in a way, Anya makes a fair bit of sense here. You know, this is basically just like a real-life soap opera, so, you know, it is kind of understandable that you'd find it exciting when you're watching it firsthand. Although, to be fair, these are rather extreme circumstances with a spy... A spy who's madly in love with the first spy, and an assassin. 
You know, I feel like that's almost the start of a joke here. Two spies and an assassin walk into a tennis court. Something like that. So at first, it would seem that perhaps Fiona was right about yours. She really has no skills in regards to tennis. She can't even serve the ball properly. But as it turns out, you know... Yor, as with a lot of things she does, is just too monstrously strong to do it properly, you know. With a knife, she chopped through the cutting board. Now with the tennis racket, she's dicing up the ball. I wonder if that's actually possible to slice up a tennis ball like that. I feel like it's probably not, just because... The uh, the strings on the racket are probably too close together, such that the racket would probably have to move way too fast to hit the ball that something else would probably break first. So, you know, it turns out that when Yor actually does serve, you know, at least gentle enough to not destroy the ball or the racket, it turns out that she is a monstrous server, you know. And I think this little scene sort of proves here that Fiona really just can't help herself, because that ball was going to go out of bounds, but Fiona, in her vanity, sort of has to prove that she's better to Lloyd, so naturally that means she has to volley the serve, but, you know, I don't really think something like that's possible for a mere human. So even as she psychs herself up with, you know, what her future life could look like, it's all for naught, you know, yours shattered her racket and punched a hole in the tree in the background. There was no possibility that Fiona could have done anything. So you know what? Even Fiona admits it, yours is better than her. It is official. Homewreckers zero, your one. I think it's a nice little touch that she managed to maintain her composure just long enough to slam her foot on the gas and peel out. Oh, dear. You know, that really just puts Lloyd in a bad situation here. It's like, oh, yeah, my, my co-worker's just passionate about tennis. Ha ha ha. I'm sure there's going to be all sorts of talk around the water cooler about what had happened. Man, you know, I feel bad for Lloyd. You know, he had a busy day. He doesn't need to put up with stuff like this. <laughs> but I guess that's part of what he got as a result of uh, this job. You know, he has to put up with stuff like this. I mean, I guess that's why he's putting milk in his coffee, because his stomach is already perpetually upset. So I guess fortunately it seems like this whole mission bore fruit. 
They did, in fact, find a little depository of information here. So, unfortunately, this top-secret, very important information are, in fact, I guess, pictures of beautiful young actresses. It would seem that the officer here, uh, rather liked film, I guess, but his wife does not understand his hobby. So, uh... Ah, oh dear. I mean... This probably isn't something that would spark a war, I guess. So he's saying that some of these photos could reignite conflict, but I can't say I uh, can't say I agree necessarily. I'm sure it would just be conflict between husband and wife. You know, that's got to sting a little bit to have put yourself through this tennis match from hell just to sort of find what you find here. Alright, so that's an interesting theory being posited here that some of the opposing officers went to one of these shows that his wife was none too happy about. So, you know, they have to keep records of that a secret too, lest his wife find out, you know. Peace between the East and West be damned. So, you know, just to lay it on a little thick, this guy here is talking about how the colonel remained a devoted family man and took his secrets to the grave. You know, hint, hint, Lloyd. You know, it must be difficult to maintain a family, Lloyd says, as if he doesn't have first-hand experience. You know, sometimes foreshadowing is relatively subtle, but I do believe that the author here is being rather straightforward with saying, you know, hey, Lloyd, you might want to settle down and actually have a family at some point.
So just to, uh, I guess, wrap things up, it would seem as though, despite her embarrassing defeat, Fiona's not giving up, much to the chagrin of the wildlife. Alright, well that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. See you, Space Cowboy.